Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. But today, we're talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from March the 18th, 1989. I'm sitting here with Doc and a returning hard body hopper on this week's episode. Doc, I'll go to you first. How you doing, man? You hanging in there? Living a dream? What? Uh, I'm hanging in there, living the dream. Uh, we'll... I, I want to know how Harper's doing, but I don't know. I don't want to know what happened last week just yet. We'll get to that in just a minute. So I'll go ahead and pass it around like a, like a big fat joint and say, uh, "Harper, how you doing tonight?" I'm doing great. All right. You, you, <laughs> just to preview the discussion we're going to have in a minute, uh, you feeling well rested this evening? I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, real quick Harper's doing great special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly disrespectfully classy marky blassy kyle riley mike children and joe ice thank you for your patronage each and every month we appreciate it and before i go any further harper i sent you something at the request of a longtime hall of fame patreon member armando martinez uh he asked you to read something and it appears to be a craigslist ad and oh, no. I want you to read the title and message in the Craigslist ad. Looking for, looking to fuck a crackhead. My ex was a crackhead and she fucked great. Nothing better than a tweaked out bitch bouncing on your cock. If you're interested, please hit me up. Age 26, it says in the... Uh, where's it, where's it say that at? Bottom left corner of it. Oh, Yeah. Do we Watch have a? Do we have well? Do we have a location on this? It says Palm Beach. It, Co. That can't be Colorado, huh? That's yes, what I the, was thinking of. The like, sandy what? beaches of <laughs> sandy yeah. beaches of Colorado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what well, is okay? Well, the, I, one thing, Doc. It says look into. F crackhead, and then it says dash M4W. What is M4W? Man for woman? I mean, what does that mean? What does M4W mean in Craigslist? Somebody out there will tell me. I have no clue. But anyway, I'm sure ahead, these. Doc. I'm sure these perverts know. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Grow up. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. man! It means man seeking a woman. Okay. 
Well, that's and that's what I was like, man for woman. So, okay, so, Jesus. All right, uh, Doc, what were you about to say? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Well, doesn't that work better if you have some crack to offer this crackhead? So, like, hey, if you do a good job at your job here, your slurp, slurp, and your circle, circle, dot, dot, that I'll give you some crack. Yeah, I'm sure they probably got some coke or something for. Mm, but does a crackhead like want coke, or does a crackhead enjoy their crack? They don't care. They don't care. Okay. No. So they're not gonna. They're not gonna. It's like scotch. They're not gonna care if it's two hundred year old. Right. It's like a wino. They don't care if it's Jack Daniels or fucking. Or you if know, the shit comes out of a fucking. Pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Pouring it out of the the come the the mop bucket at the at the at the beep show. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, so there you go. So, I mean, Harper, you ever nail a crackhead? With a brick? <laughs> come on. No. Fuck no. I bet Mike has. Oh, you know no, he has. No. Yeah, you no. did, Michael. No. <laughs> Mike has. Mike has, You know how the script letters on your tummy? Mike has <laughs> hood rat on his. So you oh. know it's been. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. You got to have Nola on your stomach. No. Yeah. I don't. Sorry. What the fuck? I don't need where I'm from written on me anywhere. I can remember that. I don't need Fucking that. Fucking on me, motherfuckers. I know I got that dumb shit. Yes, I know a few Fucking well. retards. I never understood <laughs> getting your kids' names tattooed on you. Shit, I know them too. I never got a lot of... <laughs> Harper, you know people that got homemade tattoos that were done wrong. Yeah. It's true too. I just never got the tattoos of, like, cartoon characters and shit like that. Mike, how many tattoos do you have? Only two. What are they? Well, it's it's really probably one. It says, kill Whitey. Oh. (laughs) I'm not going to dignify that response. Whatever response. Whatever. Harper, how many tattoos do you have? I don't have any. Okay. So answer the question, Doc. I mean, uh, Mike. One of them says thug life and the other one is a tiger. It says what? <laughs> that's a joke if you don't know. No, it's not. That's that's fucking real. I do not have that on me, but okay. <laughs> oh, so, Jesus Christ. More importantly, since you're shy, um, uh, <laughs> How old were you when you got your tattoos? Uh, it was uh, very early 20s. Would you get them again? Um, yeah, because, I, I mean, it's they're, they're not in, like, you know, they're high up on my shoulder. It's like you'd never know I have them unless I'm walking around with a sleeveless T-shirt on or a tank top or something. Ugh. Unless you're wearing a Tony Soprano undershirt. There yeah. You go. There you go. You still been listening to that podcast, bruh? 
The Sopranos one? Yeah. Oh, that's that's good shit there. <laughs> I hate to sound like Vince. That's good shit, pal. Absolutely. Good stuff. Yeah, I've been I've been digging it too. That's a, they, you need to get them on the show. No, well, You're we'll right. see. Tweet we'll Steve Sharip on we'll Twitter. Put the army out on them. That's yeah, put the army out for, on them. It worked for Dutch. It worked for Dutch. Dutch, look, man. If you're not a patron and you haven't heard the whole Dutch episode yet, patrons can, can hear it. Uh, I played more than half of it for non-patrons. Dutch said one of the reasons he came on the show is everybody was tweeting him. Everybody was telling him to come on the show, and he just was like, man, okay. Hey, you know what? That's guys what we're going to do tonight. For the, that's the spotlight. Everybody gets the spotlight that, that reached out to Dutch because, in all honesty, I can't explain to you how lazy Mike is. Y'all made it happen. Mm. Good job, Mike. I'm lazy. All right. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the the thing was something like this. Bruh, do you know how hard it is to get guests? I think I'm done doing that. He's like, you know how hard it is to hit these buttons? <laughs> these you, know buttons. Is, you know how hard it is to take both of my fucking thumbs and put them on my laptop and push it open <laughs> and then hit these fucking buttons? This is the guy who day drunk last Wednesday night and fell asleep. He's so lazy, he skipped our show because he was drunk and fell asleep. Run, so tell that. So I knew. I knew this was going to be either booze, broads, or blunts. Yeah. It, it had to be. But here's the thing. I'm starting to sense the need for an intervention with you, Harper. I think I need one. I think you do too, and here's why. A while back, it was my mama broke the internet. <laughs> I feel like you're an afternoon. You're spiraling out of control. You've been down, butt banging during the quarantine. I think you're turning into an afternoon special. I think so. So, just so you know. The show does work better when all th the three of us are together. Yeah. Do we do we all agree on that? Yes. Last week's show was hard because I was whoop tired. Mike was sour because he couldn't find you. Then we started getting worried. It was like Chris Benoit Harper. It was That's like that. Nice. No, it's not like that. It was like the. Uh, it was like that tribute show on Raw where they were like celebrating him, and then like halfway through, they realized that maybe he had killed his family, and they started <laughs> they were like, "Oh man, that motherfucker—he's probably doing this or probably doing that." And then it was like, "Well, we haven't heard from him. Should we start getting worried?" Oh no. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, I legitimately got worried for a second, and then only to find out he he got drunk, said he was going to take a nap for an hour. And then falls asleep in that nap, and that was it. And wakes up yeah. after we're done recording. Did you bang any crackheads? No. Oh. Sorry. Uh, Where'd you drink at that day? The side uh, at sidelines. Well, I I don't mean to sound like a narc or the man. But you got a job, right? Yeah, I was off was Wednesday. Off. Oh, yeah, that was like, and and now my days have been changed again. Oh, yeah. Well, so he so, here's what happened. He went and got day drunk, 
banged a few out and then was like, I'm going to go home. The, the 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 honest to God part about it that's the most ridiculous is he actually watched it well in advance, which is which abnormal is for Harper. Yeah. So then he was like, oh, well, I got it all watched. I'm going to take a nap and I'll wake up in an hour and do the show. Wrong. And well, he woke up two hours later than that when we were done. No, no kidding. When I got, when I, Doc and I finished recording and I hit stop and Doc was like, bro, I'm exhausted. And I was like, me too. Because, I mean, you know, Doc and I get up, crack of dawn, and it was late. So then my phone, the text comes through not five minutes after we're done. Bruh, I fell asleep. Right before that, Doc told me, man, let me know if Harper's all right if you hear from him. I texted yeah. Doc as soon as I soon as I heard from Harper. I'm like, bro, you're never going to believe this. He said he fell asleep. That's not what you said. You go, that fucking buffoon was asleep. That's not what I said. And the funniest part was Doc responded with something like, of course. <laughs> it went to That's bed. nice. Bro, I was so tired coming into it, and I was like, man, I'm going to make Harper do a bunch of flips and dives so that I can lay back and just get this done so I can go to bed. <sighs> what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Well, well, we're keep... all, well, we're all here tonight, and we should cherish the love, you know? That's right. So that Live, song? love, laugh, bro. Remember that song, Cherish the Love? Is that, is that cool uh, in the gang? Yes. Yeah, I liked cool in the gang. I bet you did. Well, Wait, what, is that, um, what does that mean? Nothing. Um, let's keep, let me keep us moving. Uh, we, that was a Craigslist ad for the first time in, in years. It feels like on this show, uh, we found out Hopper date got day drunk and then came home and took a nap. Uh, and what that said, Hey, you know, Mike, we always tell the people, and I don't think people believe us, but they're good. I think they're probably coming around to it. Papa was a rolling stone when it comes to Harper. You got to you gotta appreciate the times he's here, and you can't worry too much about the times he's not. Yeah, exactly. How many broads have you had that problem with? Uh, All too of many. them? Yeah. <laughs> carry the one, <laughs> multiply by two. Let's see, carry the one. All, All right, well. Let me shout out some new Patreon members and folks who moved over from from Podbean. Uh, Fletcher Bailey, new BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member. Thank you, Fletcher, for signing up. We appreciate it. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, I'm going to butcher your name. Maestrika? I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry, Eddie, if I said it wrong. My apologies. Uh, cut a promo on me on the uh, Patreon page if I said it wrong. But, no, thank you for signing up. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, Doc, what do you have before we get into this week's episode of Saturday Night that Hopper does not seem enthusiastic about? Ugh. I watched it so long ago that <laughs> I can't remember what happened. I don't, and I might have been drunk when I watched it. Really? It's just, it's the beginning of the end. It's like when you first see, like, when the fish first crawl out the water and they grow scales and fucking feet. <laughs> It's like the first fucking lizards. Like this is the fucking beginning. This is this is where it all begins. Harper's theory of evolution. <laughs> what Man. the fuck? Oh well, you I think you're me... teaching. You should get a job teaching biology down to Delgado. Yeah. Let me get the video recorder version going since Doc doesn't have anything else. Yes, we are covering. 
uh, March eighteenth, nineteen eighty nine. If you hey, hear we got echo... a do we have a do we have a uh, clash coming up soon here? Yes, we do soon. God almighty, we gotta watch that bullshit. Um, Hopper. I mean, sign up to be a patron, and you can get that content. Tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. Uh, you will yeah. get the clash. Not only that clash, you'll get all the clashes, the pay per views, the Shy Town Rumble we did recently, where Steamboat won the title. God, what an episode that was! What a great pay per view. Um, Hopper, real quick. Uh, uh, do you, you were at that one? Do you want to do that one with Doc and I, or yeah, we're probably cool. gonna have to do we're probably gonna have to do that one on Friday? But if you're busy, this Friday, or not no. this Friday. No, no, no. All it's like right. the we won't have to do that one until I don't have my calendar in front of me right now. But it's like um, August seventh, so two weeks from okay. this Friday. Hey, have you uh, been getting a lot of uh, submissions for to re- to be my replacement next week from the army? Uh, there, your replacement next week is going to be none other than Robert Silva. So it'll be me. When the Silva fuck's Lance? <laughs> His voice cracked. <laughs> Bro, you keep throwing these fucking jobbers. It, it, it's like, okay, I need a horseman. Call up Tully. No, get fucking uh, get Paul Roma. Mm. I need a horseman. Call Tully. No, put fucking um, fucking Luger in. Call Lance. Like, yeah, well, you know, you know, you know, SMU football. You know, I don't know it's probably not going to happen this year, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hell. Why would you make fun of? <laughs> Damn. Jesus I Christ! All that was. I, I failed to see how that was required. Now I am going to be on my yearly sabbatical. Um. Here's the here's the scavenger hunt I'll put out to the army. I'm gonna be outside of the state of Texas on a beach somewhere. That's cool. And, and if you find me, I'll give you a twelve ounce Modelo in a can. In America? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Okay. I did, hey, look, we're in a pandemic, pal. I can't be traveling internationally. I'm gonna keep it domestic. <laughs> um, here's one clue that you can use to help you. Uh, in your search for me, uh, Google beaches rich white people go to. Okay. And that'll help you out. I got Biloxi. Okay. Well, I'll see you there. <laughs> uh, do y'all really quick want to talk about James Mitchell's post in the Facebook group? Darryl Van I Hale didn't hear and... about it, so I don't know what you're talking about. You tell well, me, little buddy. I... I texted it to you, and it's a picture of a shop that says the Glory Hole Church Center, and it he subtweeted it or quoted it with "For the win." <laughs> he's back on TV, isn't he? Uh, he no, he's not with Impact right now. He hasn't been with Impact for a couple months now. You've got a new love affair with them, don't you? With, with who? Impact. You were watching it last night, saying, "Man, we got to start getting back into this." We'll talk about that another time. For now... In South Beach? Don't listen to him, Harper. He's going some old raggedy-ass beach that ain't no. even got waves and the water is uh, like it is at Grand Isle, Louisiana. Or something? No. Don't, don't, I'm going, don't I'm no going to, pot, to him. I'm going to Pontchartrain. You're going to Grand Isle? 
Dude, the What's beach he's going to be on is going to be just like Grand Isle, Louisiana. Anybody out there, international uh. listeners, go on Google Maps, go to Grand Isle, Louisiana. That's the that's what the beach will look like that White Lashley over there is going to be at. Now, let's talk some Saturday night since he's right. over there blowing his load and he's going to be tired in 30 minutes. Hey, we got Jesus a cold open Christ. here, guys. Well, we got an open here, all right. So, like, Magnum and JR, they run through all the action we'll see today. And then Gary Hart comes out mm. um, with... Hiro Matsuda and a mysterious Japanese wrestler. So um, it's a pretty big moment, actually. Let's uh, see what's going on here. Here it is. Hayes a little later in the hour as well. All right, uh, Gary, this man is uh, an individual that we have heard very little about other than he is a very dangerous weapon. I think it's only proper that the Honorable Matsuda gives the introduction to the American public of what he's brought from Japan to conquer the bigoted prejudiced National Wrestling Alliance. Please, Mr. Hart, this is a man you are looking for a long time. He's a man, expert of the karate and the judo and martial art. So I like to represent you because you are best manager in the country and the world. Your reputation was very well. Well, you know, I have a great deal of respect for the people from the Rising Sun. The most honorable, the most well-trained, the greatest athletes in the world you and I know come from Japan. We all know that the yen is number one. The dollar is number two. As you know, as you know, Japanese corporation buying American real estate, I know very well, more than 60 companies in Atlanta area, very soon Japanese will own Atlanta. And the great Botok <laughs> will own the wrestling business. As you said, he is a master of all the martial arts. Most people only know Kung Fu. He knows them all. He is the most unique, the most devastating, the most dangerous individual that I have had in my charge for quite some time. Thanks to the Honorable Mr. Matsu. I think combination of Japanese investment with your knowledge, I think we can conquer the NWA wrestling world. I give you my personal guarantee. And once the people of America have an opportunity to see the versatility of this young man, they are going to be in absolute awe. I give you my personal guarantee, don't turn off your set today, because if you want to see the greatest import that the Orient has ever sent, the greatest wrestler from Japan, watch it and believe it. Quality. We work for quality. All right, the great Muta will be debuting here, ladies and gentlemen, in the next two hours here on the Superstation. But right now, we're ready for a tag team. So, I'm trying to rewind to it for our video people out there that can see it. Um, Doc, you got any comments as we're um, watching this? Can somebody tell Gary Hart to not stand in front of the new guy that he's bringing out and to maybe face the camera? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I didn't get hung up on that, although it's not the greatest thing. Yeah. He's great um, moda. Yeah, so once again, this TV company in Moda's debut, I guess, if you they want to call it up. that. They fuck up so much shit, dude. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. Like, you're seeing, like, basic mistakes that, that you didn't see before. 
Oh, they missed. No, come on. They put R.I.C.K. Flair on the gold on the belt two years ago. Why does it look like this? It's like someone forgot to adjust the tracking on their JVC fucking VCR or something. <laughs> yeah, the Does quality... JVC still exist? I don't think so. The quality. Um... I, think they, I think they still make like the, those little shitty car radios they sell like at Best Buy. Well, you talk about a business that's probably taking a nosedive is like. Because all of these radios that are now in Bruh, cars you know, dude, are... dude, I had a conversation with someone like that. How big Mobile One used to be back in the day. Yeah. When the radios, like like a basic CD player for your car, were like $400. Right. <laughs> like nowadays, I mean... That, you had to get that Delco stock out of your car quicker. It was just ruined. Yes. Yeah, that fucking AC Delco GM fucking tape deck. That, that was that was gonna make your car depreciate at double speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Circuit City when they used to install too, you, you know, dude. It's a good thing I didn't have money back then. I would have been broke spending on that bull crap. Um, Doc, what other thoughts on? I don't want to say Muda's debut promo because it's Gary Hart talking. But you got anything else? So why is the the manager of the world champion out there calling somebody else the best manager. What? Oh, wait. What's his shit was saying that calling Gary Hart, the hero was calling Gary Hart the best manager out there. And I'm like, you should be the best manager. You're the one that has Rick Flair. I mean, he's just trying to praise. Gary Hart for helping him, I guess. Do you think you know, he they... really spoke that bad of English, or was he really trying to make it sound like he did? I mean, I don't know. If it's a sec, dude, when something's your second language, I mean, it ain't hard to butcher it up. So I don't know. He may have been, but they're like they're heels. Why do they have to make sense? That's the part of being heels, like. It's not like he was a baby face out there doing it. Well, if we're going to stand in front of him and spell his name wrong, why don't we just shove something up his ass while he's out there? Like these people knew that shit was misspelled. (laughs) Are you saying these rednecks? Did you hear the guy in the back? Did you hear the guy in the back that was ready to start World War III over the fact that financial investment in Atlanta is happening? We don't want you to buy Atlanta. What did he say, Hopper? I laughed, but I couldn't really he make it. He said he was he was gonna buy everything, and and the, and the guy said, "Well, uh, we don't want you to buy Atlanta." <laughs> I thought he said, "We'll whoop you anyway." <laughs> oh, I, I don't know, maybe so. All I know is it sounded like a brother that yelled it out. <laughs> like you can buy, but we're still gonna whip your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy it. You can buy all you want, but you won't get this ass whooping. <laughs> Uh, that's funny i prefer to think that's what he said (laughs) that's nice well coming off of the heels of that hopper were you about to say something cut you off i was watching this with a certain female she was around me she's like what are you doing i'm watching the wrestling i'm gonna do the podcast on so i just got my phone and when he starts off with the bigoted in a race she's like what are you watching (laughs) and it's just 
it's the wrestling. And she was hooked. She kept watching it and watching it. And she's like, now I know what you're talking about, how wrestling today sucks. Because this is fucking awesome. And that wasn't well, a good go. promo. And she kept like, who's this Muda guy? What's he going to do? I was like, he's like right, a martial this- artist guy. He used to spit paint shit in people's faces. So Mrs. Harper. Mrs. Harper. So, Harper so this is over. fucking fucking great Muda. Well, after the great Muda cuts his promo, or Gary Hart does for him, we get Eddie Gilbert and Rick Steiner. They defeat the Enforcer and Max MacGyver. Uh, after the match, we see a graphic that April the 2nd is the next Clash. Raging Cajun Clash from New Orleans. Clash number six. Um... Doc, you think um, when they call this guy the Enforcer, they're uh, trying to be funny here towards the real Enforcer? I thought so. Um, Me too. I, I also thought that the crowd was kind of dead when Eddie Gilbert was in the ring and came alive when uh, Steiner came in, which I thought was a little unfair. Uh, let's talk about what's really going on. I heard you've been talking to somebody in this show has been talking to Missy. You see, you gotta, stop, you gotta stop telling lies. Why? Nobody's been talking. Nobody's been talking to Missy. When I reply to a tweet that Missy is tagged in, that is not the definition of talking to Missy. That's just oh. replying to a tweet, letting Missy know she's got an invitation to be on BTT anytime she would like to come on. That's all. To this point, Missy has not taken me up on the offer. It's probably I, I don't know how of the I guess finger I don't understand how and Harper made. Well, yeah. I I don't know that I understand how Twitter works, but I I thought was under the impression that you had been talking to her about coming on. We're in negotiations. Harper, yeah. we also we also thought that maybe you were uh, not here last week because you were having a conjugal visit with Sonny. That's nice. Sonny's <laughs> going through a, a rough time right now. For the, is it rougher time? than the time that she pooted during a? Porno. When is she? Why does she go back to jail? It's hard to keep up. Yeah, yeah, I can't keep up, man. I mean, I need multiple choice to help me out here with this bullshit. Uh, let's go to Sting. Let's see what Sting's got to say. He's got oh. a fantastic promo. No. That's gonna love. Back in a moment, we're gonna do a look at the Samoan SWAT team. But right now, the man by my side, who had a great year in '88, and who's Forecast for 89 is even brighter the Sting. I gotta, I gotta tell you something, Maggie. I was going through the airport the other day, and these dudes came up to me and said, Stinger, let's high-five a little bit and rap a little. I said, sure, I'll rap with anybody at any time. They said, Stinger, we gotta ask you a question. I said, hey, ask it. They said, we heard you say on national TV that you were just goofing off in 1988. Where does that leave 89? Well, with a lot of serious wrestling, that's what. And if you don't know for sure what 89 is going to be like, well, guess what? You just got to come and see it live and in color. Woo! Because it gives me (laughs) goosebumps and makes me jump around, run in place a little bit, beat on my chest like I did in the airport, and everybody, security included, came up and said, hey, what's the commotion? Sting, settle down. I said, it's hard to because there's people accumulating here, and the more people that come around, the more wild I get. Woo! (laughs) Let's go to the ring. (laughs) 
This <laughs> thing with the stupid scream as uh, Hopper, please comment, please say What me. a fucking douchebag. Stop, Hopper! <laughs> Come on, man, that sting. So what? Uh, yeah. You didn't like that? No. Why not? I, tr I tried to tell you a year and a half ago that he was no good. Yeah, all right. Uh, it's crazy right. to think that's the next, like, that's the guy that's going to be the, you know, the fucking Hulk Hogan of this promotion for next, like, fucking 10 10 to 11 years. Gee, I, I wonder why going, going out of business. Oh, shut up. If you think Sting's the reason they went out of business, you're an idiot. And you, you're just trolling. This is, this is this is what you do. You want to play heel and play stupid. Nobody's it's, fucking buying it, asshole. I'm sending y'all a, a meme real quick. Hey, so no. is, there, uh, <laughs> is, is there still a significant percentage of our audience that likes Sting or, or has this run right here really cured everybody of it? Uh, nobody really talks about it uh, like on Twitter and the Facebook group. So there's your chance, everybody. Um, post in the Facebook group if you like Sting, hate him, whatever. I just had two words for this. What? Sting sucks. Yeah. The that scream at the end was fabulous. <laughs> he just seems like a total asshole. Like the guy, like you see, like in a bar to come to you and fucking. Hey, bro. Yeah, you're right. You'll be just sitting there minding your own business. He's going to run up and fucking put his arms up on you. Like, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey. And doesn't pick up that you're no selling it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've seen. I've seen Harper do that to people before. <laughs> like when they're like overreacting, and Harper's like, "Yeah, uh huh, yeah, well." Uh, he's like, you can tell he's not excited, but he's trying not to hurt the little fella's feelings. <laughs> like I've seen Harper do that before to people. Uh, Jesus Christ, it's nice. All right, um, Doc. Any other thoughts on Sting? I need someone to humble him. Sheik, I, I come into the show later, Doc. I got something for Hopper. I got something for Hopper real good. Sheik, okay, Mr. Ross, I get Sheik. All right, Hopper, you like the bunghole? You like the circle, circle, dot, dot, or what? Yeah. No, that's not how you do, Hopper. Hopper. You use the mouth. You grow mustache like chic with twirly thing on ends. You give broad mustache ride, Hopper. Mustache ride. That's how I become WWF World Heavyweight Champion. I give Linda McMahon mustache ride. Uh, come on. But, uh, Wendy Rector. I chic. I bang. I bang right. Unlike Doc. <laughs> I bang right. But no more. No eat ass, Hopper. No. You cannot eat ass. Circle, okay. circle, dot, dot, out question. Okay, Hopper. That's nice. Harper, right. I think I, the Sheik is a nasty bastard, but he's, I think he's disgusted with you. No, <laughs> trust me. He eats our ass. Just not Jewish <laughs> ass. Harper, kayfabe, brother. <laughs> kayfabe, uh, I, she I sheik, kayfabe. Sheik, would you eat Jewish ass? He's probably like, I, I don't think he would. 
I have higher standards. It's I really fun. <laughs> I like. Hey, I tell secret. I tell secret. I chic. I humble Sonny in WWF one time. Oh God, yeah, back then he he could probably barely sit down and take a shit. I bang up butthole and then I eat ass. God, chic. Were you the first in that line or or the second? It no matter, chic, chic, chic may be third, fourth. It no matter. Sunny only remember chic. A oh, chic. All right. Well, a we've chic. all been humbled, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Harper, do Mama Harper need some of chic? I come down, I give mustache ride. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> the Samoan SWAT team defeats Mike Justice and Rick Allen. Doc, any thoughts? Rick Allen was the name of the one R drummer in Def Leppard. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, you know how he lost his arm, Mike? Uh, um, was it like a car accident or something? I, I don't I really Joseph. don't know. He went surfing in, in fucking hollow, uh, Hololulu when a, a, a fucking tiger shark bit his goddamn arm off. Nah, you full of it. You trying to work me. What? Google it. <laughs> Bitch, Google don't have all the answers, okay? It would on this case, and Harper is lying his ass off to you. <laughs> How did he lose his arm? Got a photograph picture of... That doesn't you like tell that me. Champ? I remember that. Yes, that was cool. The seatbelt yeah. cut it off. He was fucking racing his Carvette and driving it like an asshole, and it got into a wreck, and the impact was so hard that the seatbelt fucking sliced his goddamn arm off. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. So oh. now he plays the drums with his dick. That's nice, Hopper. <laughs> God. Well, I tell you what's... What's pathetic? That's not pathetic, but um, Sheik is pathetic, and he needs to leave your mother alone. We're well, gonna go to Navarre. Hey, 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 um, I did like in that match that Jr. said that the SST hasn't been pinned yet, so that you know he's building them up, and them using the phone in the match was also hilarious. Like when he went up on the the turnbuckle and was playing with the phone, that was that was cute. Nice assessment, Doc. Thank you for adding that. I'm trying to get keep it to the wrestling since you're over here circle, circle, dot, dot, and Harper's talking about fucking tiger sharks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Look, we need to save into... all that. We need to save all that extracurricular activity for 1993. Let me tell you. Oh boy, yeah. Well, I don't know about that because let's go to the Varsity Club right now and Spivey again. First hour here at World Championship Wrestling. And later in our second hour, uh, Mike Rotunda is going to defend the television title. He's got this $10,000 here again. The greatest, the greatest world TV champion of all times. I like that cap, Sully. First, first of all, you know where this cap came from? This cap came from a very dear friend of ours, Wade Boggs. You see, Wade Boggs is just like the Varsity Club. Nothing can distract the Varsity Club for the game plan. You know, we can have a lot of outside activities and that he doesn't distract the Varsity Club because the Varsity Club is the franchise and the NWA. Just look at it to the right. You know, Mar you know Margo Adams? 
very well. Oh, yeah. Danger stand to a way before way bugs. Oh no! Stopped it! <laughs> Who's this? Margot Adams. Margo? Who's Margo? Never mind. I don't know no Margo. First of all, take it right right here. This is the greatest world TV champion of all times. Call Michael. As you can see, no one has beaten me yet for my title or for my $10,000. And Kevin, I think it's going to be a long, long time. This is our personal accountant for the Varsity Club. This is Chip Berman. Chip handles our money. Do you know what I mean? Chip doesn't like to give away much money either. No, he doesn't. So I know it's in a safe place right here with Chip, and the belt's going to stay where it's at, too. Well, Captain Mike's uh, made his comments. What is hey, all I want to know is, where's the varsity club going to get some competition? Where's the Road Warriors? Road Warriors! Let's play! When are the Road Warriors going to come out and give us a shot of those titles? Instead of hiding. Doug is hot in here, isn't it? Oh. When is Ted Turner going to start spending some money and get some air conditioner in here? Danny, you know? Hey, Doug. Hey, don't have him. You know something, though? Hey, we're coming up to Philadelphia. You know what? Oh, I'm sorry, Coach. Tonight. Tonight, Philadelphia. You know what kind of town that is? I don't That's like my that town. favorite town. And then down the road, we're going with a big place. Superdome. Big place. Superdome. That's yeah, the big one. You can't go down to Bourbon Street. He can go down. Hey, hey, hold it. That's my friend down there. Oh, you ain't got my friend. Okay, hey, hey. Hello, Madonna. Hello, Madonna. Hello, Madonna. I love it when Doc snaps. Uh, you, I hope you like it. I don't, I don't feel too. Can First of all, control is a good word. I can control everything here, and we're all in great shape. Well, we're going to see the Varsity Club fans. Danny Spivey is having a terrible negative effect on Dr. Death. And that's my only comment. Oh, Harper, what did you think? This is all just a fucking shit show now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know what I just watched. This is fucking horrible. Good Lord. Wasn't it so much better when it was just Rick and, and, and fucking Mike Rotunda? It's okay Don't with I... Doc as long as Doc doesn't yes. talk. And then fucking Dan Spivey is just, a, oh God. Dude, that you that's the problem right there. Because they were fine without him in the equation. They added him to the equation and it's like, what is this stupidity? It's just dumb. It's fucking stupid. It's dumb. It's so dumb. Oh, boy. Hopper, any other thoughts? This is just dumb now. (laughs) Doc, what about you? Well, he had the fishbowl and not the briefcase. That was good. Yeah, Um, but it's overshadowed by Spivey's stupidity. Well, do you remember... um, do you remember Margot Adams? No. Margot, no. well, Wade Boggs was my favorite baseball player growing up. Okay. So Margot Adams was a chick that he had uh, an affair with, and it became public. He couldn't keep his rats quiet. Oh. And it, and... It, when it, they would go on the road, people would chant Margo. Uh, the plate. 
So that's when he said Dan Spivey had her before Wade Boggs did. He's saying that Spivey used to bang her. Right. She was a baseball rat. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. like your girl from uh, Bull Darn. Right. Oh, man. In that movie, you know you would have got down with Susan Sarandon. Yeah, she looked good back then. Man. Yeah. Was 30 fucking years ago. Well, speaking of 30 fucking years ago, that guy out there, Chip Burnham, was actually the uh, controller for WCW. And just RIP Chip Burnham, because he died in 2017. He was 62 years old or 61. And reading his obituary during that promo, it didn't give cause of death, but it did say that donations could be made to the American Stroke Association. I don't think they're talking about any uh, masturbatory acts, so I'm assuming he had a stroke. Yeah. I'd be stroking. <laughs> wow. You could put it in my ass. No, wait. You can, I can put it in your ass. I'd be stroking. That's not the lyrics, Hopper. It's something like that, right? I be stroking. That's what I be doing. Stroke it to the east. And I stroke it to the west. And I stroke it to the woman that I love best. No, he says something like, uh, Stroke it, Clarence Carter. But don't stroke it fast. If my shit ain't tight enough, you can stick it up my woo. I be stroking. Yeah. That's how it goes, Hopper. Thank you. Yeah. And I chic. I stroke it right up the ass. Uh. Every single time I break her back, humble her. I remember when I humbled Sonny back in the day. I tell story that before, Doc, or what? I seek uh, humble her. Shove it all 14 inches. I think fake chic does as much crack as real chic. Yeah. <laughs> well, chic out here, I try to amuse myself because I watch... To Jabroni, Lee Scott, Ranger Ross in next match, and both are Jabroni. Each shit need to be shot into the sun from cannon. This bullshit match Saturday night. Doc, any thoughts on uh, Lee Scott and Ranger Ross? Ranger Ross, huh? Mm. There he is. You know, we have a military hero fighting out of the heel corner. <laughs> JR does his best Ronald Reagan impersonation during this. And he does an impression of Ronald Reagan. Um, they call it a combat kick for the finisher. Um, it's, it's a super kick. And we do know that Ranger Ross became a minister after wrestling, but before that, went to prison for robbing a bank. Oh, That's nice. Oh. Leave him alone. He found the God. He found the Lord when he got out. Yeah. He found Jesus. Before That's it was right. too late. In no. the bank. At the bottom yeah. of a stack of bills. Yeah. And then, he, and then he blew up into a big fucking blue powder all over his face. <laughs> you know, later on in 89, Ranger Ross is going to have a heck of a match against Ron Simmons, believe it or not, on Saturday night. On a, on a Saturday night episode. Just a regular episode. It's going to be pretty incredible, actually. The crowd was really into it. I watched it again recently. It's amazing. Wait till we get to it. You wouldn't believe it uh, unless unless you saw it. Okay. All right, Doc, any other thoughts on um, Ranger Ross right there and Lee Scott? Uh, no. 
Okay. Oh no! Here comes the barbershop peppermint place. Shit! This is fucking horrible. <laughs> this is the like fourth promo, and we're like, this is horrible. Well, that's horrible. Yeah. Wait, this is horrible. Um. <laughs> well, let's go to the danger zone on that note from Hard Body Hopper. You see, this is my show, so I give myself a countdown. I'm the first. Shut up! On the first day of the zone, I had Ric Flair, a man that I respect and I show respect to. On the second danger zone, we had Lex Luger and Michael Hayes, and look at all the trouble I stirred with that. You'll see that later on. This time. Since I picked my own guest, please welcome my guest this week, the Junk Yard Dog. Because I invited him. Because it's my show. Because I do it all by myself. Hey, 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 Jack, shake him down. Check him out, baby. It's okay. He got nothing down there anyway. You know, I tell you what, JYD. Can I call you Jide? <laughs> JYD, get, get, get what I'm saying? It's called the I'll call you. Shot him for supper. Yeah. Hey, uh, you're in a pretty. Man, you're kind of wet today. You've been yeah, showering. I got huh? something big going on, baby. You got something big going hey, hey, hey. uh, Obviously, your girlfriend's in town. Hey, shut up, man. I'm a happy married man. You're a happily married man. Uh, you know why you're a happily married man? Yeah, because, because I. Because your think. girlfriend's in town. That's right. Hey, 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 <laughs> it's okay. Hey, hey, listen. I'm not going to bring you out here and insult you because I'm a classy kind of guy. I know. I know what you're, you're thinking. That Paul. Paulie Dangerously is going to come out here and not show you respect. I'm going to show you respect. I'm going to show you respect because you, sir, are a great in this business. You, sir, have sold out arenas from coast to coast, from border to border. You are a legend in the midship. You send your mother all these nice moments. She's a, she's a, Bertha is a fine lady. I think she's very pretty. Miss Bertha is a lady, and I tell you what, she raised a fine son. Being that you are such a genius, I'd like your opinion on a couple of matters, because I'm a genius myself, and personally, I'd like to know your opinion, JYD, on the Varsity Club. You know, I think that if I were a member of the Varsity Club, being that I'm from Princeton, they would say that I'm the rottenest apple to ever fall from the tree of wall. Hey, here's a question for you, baby. What do you think of Eddie Gilbert and Rick Steiner? You know, I used to know Eddie Gilbert real well. Personally, if he wants to take beauty over money, that's his problem. Let me ask you another question. What do you think of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? You know, I... Hey, don't go, what? What's your problem, man? What's your problem? I don't know, but I smell something, and it's not you. It's something in the air, and there's something going to go on there in a few minutes if you don't straighten yourself up. What's the matter? It's getting real deep, baby, so roll your pants, lady. I, I, don't play with me, man. I quit school because they had recess. That's how much I don't want to play. I guess you're upset because I ain't letting you talk on my segment. Huh? It says the danger zone. It don't say the junkyard. I'm playing with that. Anyway, I'm getting off and leave you two women to yourself. Hey! No, it's okay. It's okay. The only thing that the only thing that actually was halfway decent there was Paulie getting dog in trouble, talking about dog's girlfriend being in town when he was a happily married man. Mm. Other than that. 
I don't know what the hell I just watched. Doc? What are we watching? Why do we care? Yeah, this is this is bad, man. We call it like we see it, fellas, and this is bad. This is horrible. That was god awful. Yeah. Any other comments besides god awful, Doc? Um God awful times two? Okay. Uh, Sheik, I tell you about time JYD and I bang rat and rat on her period. I tell oh, you, Doc. God. Oh, I don't maybe think I Harper. Sh- I don't think Harper is a fan of the Sheik. Are you, Harper? No. I wish she'll move on from it. <laughs> it's like Ranger. we used to always hit the fucking Jesus thing. <laughs> I, I think Harper's got some legit heat with you. I see that. Uh, well, he needs to have heat with um that maybe you should maybe segment. maybe you should humble him. Yeah, <laughs> he just make a chic one after Mama Harper. Um, That's nice. Ranger Ross comes out there and he cuts something called a promo, and he called Iron Cheek a rat sucking dog. I've That's got nice. no comment about that. Um, Doc, did you have anything from Ranger Ross's promo? No. Uh, yeah, no, I got Harper, I got I got Harper's answer already. Ugh. It, it, All right. I guess they said like, okay, we got the Iron Cheek. He needs a fucking Sergeant Slaughter, you know, American hero. GI Joe got to fight. You know, this guy will do. Hey, I I don't care how fat and out of shape Cheek is. That gimmick is great. Yes. He's strutting around the ring. He's strutting around the ring. He's got shit. Let's hear the real Sheik. Come on. Back that up. Let's hear what the real Sheik has to say. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. on. Let's see. When he was the youngest member of the Iranian Olympic team. Tell tell everybody to stand up for the national Iranian anthem. Tell him. Hold on. Well, fans, they'd like me to stand up, and I see they're really doing that. Go ahead and stand. Whatever your name is, you come over here, brag about yourself. I know everybody wishes to come to the TBS and also NWA, toughest, roughest area, but remember. After I'm done with the Lex Luger and Ricky Estimbo, I punish you so bad to always, you say, Iran number one, Ayatollah number one, USA, ah! Please, please. That shit works. What a great gimmick. (laughs) The best promo of the show so far. Yeah, and he's going to (laughs) fight Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. Oh, God. (laughs) This is like an early power plant. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's some trivia that no one would know unless they're watching back with us or wouldn't remember is the Sheik wrestling uh, um, Dwayne Bruce in the studio in 1989, if you think about it. It's crazy. I know. Oh, man. Um, what else you got, Doc, on Sheik's promo right there? He's he is enjoyable. The crowd doesn't like it. They're chanting USA. 
that would work today. Sheik is hilarious. Because the country, I mean, I'm not being political. We don't have a great relationship with Iran to date. That would work today. No, it would. It it certainly would. And so he has a gimmick there that is pretty timeless uh, and a gut that won't end. You know what's sad? No wrestling company would do it. No. They'll plug somebody's fucking eye out, but they won't fucking do something that would actually draw heat. Like it that's the bad part about it. Uh, never mind. Um, Harper, you got anything to say about Sheik before we keep going? Uh oh. Oh, did we lose him? No, he's still on. No, yeah. Uh, do you like do you like real Sheik better than fake Sheik? I I mean he still gets over, but he just he's just he, He's starting to just look like a shell of his of his. Oh, he's a shell of his former self. Let's be right. Let's be yeah, honest. dude, that that belly done lapped over, bro. He's got the yeah. Dunlap syndrome bad. I mean, but he's hilarious, dude. He's 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 the chic and he's flexing. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that ridiculous gut and he's flexing. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Uh, Sheik defeats Dwayne Bruce. Um, after that, I, I need some comments from Harper about this freaking clown wrestling Sting. Sting versus Snake Brown. Harper, any thoughts on this guy? This guy's really like, this is my chance to shine. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I can while I'm on TV. Harper, you know the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this guy? I thought to myself, this guy really looks like somebody who believes meth is a food group. Yeah. I mean, he's just... Speaking of that, do you know who he looks like? Hey, Harper, you ever seen that documentary on that band Pentagram? A band? No. They were a metal band in the 70s and 80s, and the singer got, like, super speeded out. Uh Uh-uh. Like, lived with his... 75 year old parents that they did a documentary on it and he looks like this guy snake brown <laughs> snake brown hold on a second let me see i'm a, i'm gonna get y'all a picture of this guy oh man let me get it i'll send it over um right. i have a Listen. thought on i have a thought on uh snake brown though okay give us the thought and then go look for the picture i got the thought and the picture coming up he, you could use guys like that today because he looks so different than everybody else that's out there as a jobber to get people over. Sadly, you're yeah. right. And he's crazy, so he's willing to do whatever. He looks like he could be Marco Stunt's dad. I don't know what that means, but whatever. Yeah. Was he Papa Smurf? No, like what? I don't know. I mean, he's 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 got the blue legs. Okay, I'm sending y'all picture this sing this guy that was in the singer of Pentagram. They were a good Christian band. You really think I care, don't you? What? See what the hell you just sent? Yeah, see. I just sent. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Guy looks like, but a... but that guy has something because he's out there. I mean, 
in the classic sense of entertainment, he's like a crackheaded Mike Jackson, right? Yeah. He looks like he's on meth, man. I don't know how else to say it. Who doesn't? All right. Um, any other thoughts on Sting versus Snake Brown, Doc? Wrong guy won. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That's nice. I'm ready for Snake's big push. Snake Pliskin. That's nice. Uh, so after you know that. that no, I have no idea. Jesus Come Christ. On. What? I'm can listening. You the, can you believe this guy? Who who is Snake Pliskin? You're gonna catch hell for this on on the Facebook group, by the way. Let me tell you how much I don't care. You hear that, people? That's nice. From Escape from New York, dude. I get tagged so many times in the group. There's no way for me to see them all. About your president. Never seen it. What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I know how to get y'all hot and bothered. <laughs> never seen Escape from New York. Yep, like never been, seen it. He was like too busy watching Breaking 2. I was busy watching Menace to Society and Boys in the Hood over and over again. That's the wrong That's like decade. 10 years after. What a shithead. <laughs> I was still watching Menace to Society and Boys in the Hood. What, you got a fucking director's cut from john singleton don't give me that Jay- shit i saw i was watching jason's lyric uh yeah all that stuff oh <sighs> you can only watch one movie a decade i got you <laughs> simpleton. simpleton that's nice doc okay so would that be an underrated movie of the decade of the 80s um i don't consider it underrated i don't either but you know yeah. That's some corny ass special effects when the glider is going down to land. Yeah. You ever seen Escape from New York, Mike? Nope. I was too busy watching Minister Society and Boys in the Hood over and over again. What's his name's in it? The old the old wrestler. What, what was his Ox name? Ox Baker. Yeah, Ox Baker's in it. He has oh, that's some, he nice. fights a match with Snake. Yeah. Never seen never seen it. I was too busy watching other stuff. Well, what, it, your, world, your life is an shit. You went back and watched The Sopranos, even though you didn't see that. And look how well yeah. that turned out for you. Yeah. Sunshine's on a dog's ass some days, too. Hey, what do y'all think about Ricky, Rick Steamboat's, uh, Ricky Steamboat's promo coming up? Fucking fire. <laughs> He's playing. <laughs> Let's go to Steamboat. I, I actually had it. He's more fired up here than we've seen him. That's because we've seen six promos so far that are terrible. Here's yeah. Ricky Steamboat. More action to come on Superstation TBS. We've got the opportunity to catch up with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat here in the Omni. Obviously, Ricky had a great tour of Japan coming back with the World's Heavyweight Championship. But, Rick, I'll tell you, the Japanese we know are very, very tough, very competitive, yeah. but the competitiveness is all over Nature Boy Ric Flair. The challenge is imminent with the Nature Boy. You know something, Jim? I can't understand the reasoning behind the Nature Boy Ric Flair telling everyone that I've been over to Japan wearing his championship belt. Well, let me, let me correct you right now, Rick. The belt is around my waist. I beat you fair and square in Chicago, a one, two, three, without a doubt, in front of thousands of fans. 
There's one thing that I've got to take notice and stand right up that I have put my foot down about my family being my number one priority. Me coming back to the NWA to secure my son's future was a number one priority. And I'll tell you something, Ric Flair, I can understand when you start talking about the big paydays because when I obtained this championship belt, I started noticing my paychecks increased. Now you saying I'm making your money. I went to Japan to take your money. I went to Japan as Ricky Steamboat, the NWA representative for the heavyweight champion of the world, wrestling against their top contenders, the Japanese. I came back home with the belt around my waist, not your belt, not around your waist. I'm sick and tired of you going around telling everyone that you are the man. And to be the man, you have to beat the man. I don't want to be the man. I am my own person. But I did beat you, fair and square. Now, you want to meet me anywhere, anytime, Philadelphia, bring it back to Chicago, Washington, D.C. Let's go to L.A. Let's go to Tokyo. Let's go to Hawaii. Anywhere you want to go, Ric Flair. But I've got your number. You sound desperate. And a desperate man makes mistakes. I've got this championship, and I plan to hold it. You see, Hopper, that's what I'm talking about right there. That's a class act promo from a class act guy. You don't need to talk about eating ass and all them other things, Hopper. That's the type of stuff I listen to this show for every week. Doc, what'd you think about Steamboat there? I thought he was good. Yeah, that was a good promo. I thought he was. I thought it was a good promo. I guess you got to see. He, he fucking told his wife to take take the kid to Chuck E. Cheese and leave him the fuck alone for one night. God damn it. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese fall for bankruptcy, dog. Oh, did it? Oh, well. Maybe it was maybe it was showbiz back then, Harper. Maybe mm, maybe she took the kid to showbiz. I used to, to go showbiz. to showbiz all the time, pal. Yeah. Just keep Man. all my ass off. Yep. You get all those goddamn tickets and you always wanted the big stuff, like the, the, the big rat and shit. And then you get you like some <laughs> shitty little like thing. They, they throw all fucking Mardi Gras floats. Those little... <laughs> Those little like little plastic frogs, you like push their ass down, they would jump like <laughs> something that would cost like not even a penny to fucking make. Ugh. And it cost you thirty dollars to get it. Yeah, I used to love the the ice hockey. The it was like the Russians versus the yes. Americans. We you, you would pull the little deal, and I used to love that shit, bro. Yes, it had the um, it was covered with hard plastic. Like that yeah, clear see-through? Like dome, yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. That game was awesome. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Russians the fucking, versus the U.S. And the fucking, the, uh, what do you call it? The fucking clay shooting with the shotgun. Yes. You had to shoot the screen. Yeah. We used to play the fucking Star Wars game there. Hopper, they had a showbiz in Gentilly. You believe that? Jesus Christ. Where at? <laughs> Um, it did was the little, where the, the little stuffed animals sell crack instead of sing songs. It was probably like that, that little fucking uh, game the kids like Friday night at fucking Freddy's. What y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, bro? Y'all got uh, little kids. Uh uh-uh. uh No. What the piss you're talking about? Nobody knows what you're talking about. Oh God. The the kids love that stupid game where. It's like a Chuck E. Cheese, and at night the fucking the robots come alive and they try to kill you. Dude, I don't have a clue uh, what you're referring to. The kids What's love that again? fucking. It's called Friday Night 
at Freddy's, I think it is. Friday. But but trust me, your your right. your kids know what, what, what the fuck it is. Friday night. Dude, I, don't, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm gonna help us out, Mike. Okay. I still don't know what the hell he's talking about. I it's think that's point, what it's called. It's a point and click survival yeah. horror video game. That the hey, kids play. Um you got me. The Game centers around a fictional pizza restaurant called Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, where the player must act as a night security guard by defending themselves from the malfunctioning, homicidal, and haunted animatronic characters by tracking their movements through the facility using uh, security cameras. Yeah, well, I don't have a clue. Yeah, I've never heard of this shit before either, and I guarantee you my kids aren't involved. My kids okay. too busy. Both of my children are too busy right now running around the house all summer singing Zack Ryder's entrance song, Broski, <laughs> and singing Hosky, Con Girls Hosky, and trying not to get caught by their mom. Hosky. Albert, I believe that... Um... There's an auto zone where that showbiz used to be in Gentilly. It's right off of Gentilly Boulevard. I believe it's an auto zone now. And you would never believe that it was a freaking showbiz. Was it, it was a real also, one or was it like was it like a No, it wasn't down. a ghetto broke down one asshole. I know what you're trying to do there. There was also a Chuck E. Cheese in a Gentilly Woods shopping mall on Chef Highway at one point. Oh God. You imagine that shit in the 80s? You know, showbiz was around for 12 years. Yeah. Amazing. Well, well, uh, Chuck E. Cheese filed for bankruptcy, and uh, showbiz bought it. If for whatever reason, they they, uh, dropped the showbiz name and just called them Chuck E. Cheese. Showbiz was better. I I I liked it. I thought so, too. It It was better. Um... All right, Mike Rotunda, getting back to the show, defeats Richard Sartain for the NWA TV title and also uh, keeps his $10,000 that was on the line. Doc, do you have any thoughts on that match? Um, no. I mean, right. um, oh, it was during this match. What? That I think they announced they're moving to center stage. Ah. Uh. Let's see. We got one, two. I think we only got two more weeks in the studio. I quit. <laughs> I think we got two more weeks. All right. Um. Well, this. I hate this episode, fucking background. It looks like the Smoky Mountain one from 1992. It looks like the fucking painting, and it, fucking know what it looks like. Remember those those fucking milk commercials? What a the fucking milk it does the body good. In the background, it was the fucking kid. I don't remember that, Harper. Yeah, no. you do. No, I don't. Are you saying that Rick's gonna give some girl a milk mustache later? It just looks like they. It, it's like they're doing construction and they're covering the fucking walls or something. This that see to me, 
This looks like some backdrop that would have been on some Southern Baptist TV evangelist bullshit. No, you know what it is? It is a freaking sheet. And there's somewhere where they don't want it to look low budget by whatever's in the background. So instead of just shooting it with whatever's in the background, they hang up a freaking stupid I understand that, but why can't things. they have a banner that has the logo or something? <laughs> Or you ain't got to get hot at me. I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I get it. You're right, Hopper. They need a they need a banner or a logo. They 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 need something because it's the it little the, things. Man. It is the little things. I do agree with you. I agree. Well, speaking of the little things, uh, from the stories we hear, Rick doesn't have a little thing. But let's go and see what he's got to say. Come on. Superstation TBS, we finally had the opportunity to catch up with Nature Boy Ric Flair, the number one contender for the World's Heavyweight Championship, and the battle is pending. I know it's hard to say former World's Heavyweight Champion. Five times you held the championships. Will it be six against the Dragon? Guaranteed. You know, to be called a contender for the World Heavyweight Championship is probably the worst insult that I endure each day of my life right now. There goes the guy. He used to be the champion. Well, that's not the case. You see, when you're Ric Flair, when you're with Ted Turner and the National Wrestling Alliance, you're number one, and that's the bottom line. And now, Steamboat, baby, woo, my hat's off to you. You walked the aisle. You wear the big gold now. You're the one and only world heavyweight champion but now pal you got to do it again you had to know that i'd cover my back door legally which means somewhere somehow in a major city you've got to defend that title and beat me and you know that very shortly you gotta face me hours from now pal we're head up you gotta beat Ric Flair again, 60 minutes all night long. It makes no difference. You're the champion, and pal, I'm going to be the champion again. Philadelphia, Baltimore, wherever it is, you got to beat Ric Flair. I'm the man, pal, and I'm going to be the man for a long time. Don't be ashamed of those butterflies. Remember, Ric Flair the number one contender right now, soon to be the world champion. Cut him off. Don't cut off the champ. So, yeah, um, how just, fucking well, horrible is that? I think on the original, it's the same way. Yeah. Like the original uh, VHS footage. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's, um, I don't think it was uh the network that cut him off right there, just so y'all know. Anyway, um, they cut him off. It was really weird. I don't know. He was cutting a good promo. Um, I like when Flair said it makes him sick to be called a former champ, and you know that's 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 a shoot, man. That's hundred percent true. So yeah, um, Hopper, what'd you think about it? It's a good promo. Hell yeah, I liked it until they cut him off. Till they cut him off. I'm with you. To go to your favorite guy. Oh, stop it. Uh. Doc, before we go to the next match, what do you think about Rick? He's making it seem like it's his one thing in life is to get that belt back, so we're making the belt seem important. Yes. So far, him and Steamboat are only ones taking it serious this week, it seems. 
And Sheik. That's true, too. Sheik was bad. I mean, bad in a good way. All right. So we go to the next match. We got Steve Casey and Dick Murdoch and JYD in a six-man match. <sighs> they defeat the Raider, Chance Myers, and John Brewer. Uh, Hopper said his comment is, uh, Hopper, anything Who else? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Doc it's Hopper's like they salty. take these guys' names and they put like the, the, their fucking names like in a hat and they just draw them to see who, who fucking uh, JYD's uh, tag team partner is going to be. JYD and Murdoch are together. There's no Michael Hayes with them. Yeah. All the baby faces are fighting out of the wrong corner now, and we're not correcting that. What? What? Mike, turn that shit off. Come on, dude. <laughs> that ain't me. It's Harper on his phone. <laughs> Harper, here, two trillion dollars. He's trying to get figure out when he's getting his next stimulus check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, man, that day drinking last week was the bomb. I need to get uh. some more stimulus money. Harper's always looking for a fucking handout. Yeah. Remember the the week he went back to work? He's like, bro, I'm so tired. (laughs) Fuck this work shit, man. No shit. That's what jobs do to you. (laughs) Yes, it sure do. Okay. um, I don't know. I have no thoughts on a six-man match. It's just on JR brought up uh, George Strait during this match. Harper, you like some George Strait? Who doesn't? I'm not a huge fan. It's a little too clean-cut country for me, but I know I like him more than Mike does. Yeah. Okay. You ever hear Amarillo by Morning? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's like my favorite song by him. Can you sing a little bit for us? Amarillo by Morning Up from San Antonio Everything that I've got it's, it's what I got it's on. It's just what I have on. Yeah, something like that, yeah. I don't really. How's it go? I don't have a lot, but Lord, I'm free. Amarillo by morning. Amarillo's where I'll be. They took my saddle in Houston. Broke my leg in Santa Fe. Lost my wife and a girlfriend. Somewhere along the way. Come on, Mike. That was terrible. Wake up, what? wake up, wake up. It's the first, it's the of, the first month. of the month. Get up, get, get up, up, get up. Get up. <laughs> Cash a check and come on. Wake up, wake up, get up. Yeah, okay. Uh, any other thoughts on this six-man tag debacle? No. Let's go to Rick Steiner, Eddie Gilbert, and Missy Hyatt Harper. Here he is. Ring-a-ding-ding. Fans, we're back here at World Championship Wrestling with wrestling's first family. Missy Hyatt, Hot Stuff, Eddie Gilbert, and Rick Steiner. Jim Ross, I want to tell you, I've seen it all today. I'm proud of a lot of people out here. First, I was proud to death of the stinger. He came out here and showed what a real man he is. Ranger Ross came out here. I'm very impressed with him. But the man, most of all, that I'm impressed with is you, the next world television champion. I want to say something, though. This program today, I have been a little down on a couple of people. And one of them happens to be that loudmouth Paul E. Dangerously. He stood out here a while ago, Jim, and almost slapped me in the face when he talked about Elvis Presley. 
Well, Paul Dangerously, I want to tell you something. All of us know how you got your job. All of us know how you got your own segment. You followed our poor executive producer, George Scott, around everywhere until he finally had to give you a segment, so you leave him alone. Now, Kevin Sullivan, you got $10,000 that this boy right here and me won't. When you've got the guts right here on the Superstation, you put that television tile up, Mike Rotunda, and you're gonna see the Miller walk off with it. All right, thanks very much for those comments, ladies and gentlemen, and speaking of the varsity... Uh, by the way, I think uh, we were talking about this a week ago or two weeks ago, I don't remember. You see, the brother, with the, you see the brother with the Japanese flag on his shirt? I, I did. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll rewind that. Missy and... and Missy and Eddie are married right here, um, for the record. Uh, we Good were talking for them. about that. Yeah, look at this. The crew out there, he's got a Japanese thing. <laughs> sure. they, they look like Earth, Wind, and Fire out there, too. Yeah, really. Yeah. They look fucking... I bet he's wearing Watch some it. fucking shell toes. What kind of cars are they fucking driving? Well, you tell us. That's your thing. About uh, a 70... A 79 Lincoln Continental. That's a good one. Yeah. What color, though? Um, Gold. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so you're saying that they've already had their come up? Yeah. Okay. What's it, what's it smell like on the inside, Hopper? Like Fucking this? weed. And, and you smell like blunts. They probably got like 20 of those little fucking pine... Uh, fucking pine tree <laughs> fucking air, air fresheners on the emergency brake. <laughs> that's nice that's nice i think back to the when we watch the um oh god shaska in tiger conway the job tones the, the job tones promo and it's on youtube by the way just just look for it there when hopper and i all, all the three of us reviewed it and i was like hopper what's that car smell like and hopper said cocoa butter and weed <laughs> <laughs> And it got nothing but hate mail, man. I got all <laughs> kind of nice. hate. Well, one Why? person, com like, well, the, the irony behind that promo was we laughed and we had fun with it. But at the very end of it, I was like, they did them wrong. And you even said, Doc, you even said, these guys are good. Why? They just, you know, screwed them over with this nonsense. And yet, people were commenting, talking about how we were being uh, racist behind that promo. We were being racist. Uh, I was called a racist, Doc. You believe that? You, yeah, well. Everybody knows that you can't be racist. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, God bless um, God bless that uh, promo. That was a great one. That was a fun memory. Uh, Dr. Death and Dan Spivey defeat Jerry Price and Greg Brown. Uh, Spivey hits a power bomb for the win. I, I got nothing from this. Else, Doc, yeah. did you? Mm. Nothing. Mm. No. That, that, I, I guess that's nothing. All right. Well, you know, one of the bright spots in this episode is the great Mota. They've got it misspelled a second time. Mota. Yes, if you're watching on our Patreon video, the great Mota... With Gary Hart, M-O-T-A versus Moto Ren. What's so, your price for flying? Okay. You yeah, don't know that they, song. Do you know that song? Motorin! That? No, it's Motan. Oh, I don't know what the hell you're talking about then. 
That was a great song. What was? Sister Christian. Okay. Doc. You like you like Night Ranger? Um, I noticed that they spelled Cougar J correctly here, but they messed they up. They got Cougar Mooney. J corrected from last week, yes. That's nice. I mean, figure, you know, what the I'm hell? I'm surprised they didn't misspell heart and spelled it like a, you know, like the organ. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the organ, huh? Yeah. We all know uh, organs are on your mind. Mm, dick. Yeah. Okay. Hey, um, what's the biggest, what's the biggest organ? Skin. <laughs> Shut up. You're a doctor. <laughs> Fuck, Mike don't know. Mike be like, my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sheik says, Sheik says, dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, Sheik, what <laughs> big organ is. I tell you, my 16-inch cock. <laughs> All right. The great Muta. Uh, I'll tell you what, look, here's the thing about Muda. 1989, we hadn't seen this shit yet. Muda no. was something else. Seeing Muda for the first time was something. I mean, he hits that cross body over the top rope, and that was something to see back in this time, man. You mm-hmm. didn't see that stuff. He I flips love fucking the, Muda, bro. So here it comes. I mean, he does things in the ring that you just hadn't seen yet in wrestling. Like, this right here is not normal for us at that point. Everybody does it now, that crossbody over the top to the floor. But back then, everybody didn't do it. So, he's Doc, like, what, were, uh, what were your thoughts? Look at that he's shit. He's like if Great Kabuki and Chris Candido had a baby. Well, I wouldn't have thought about it like that until you said it. Mood is something else, though, man. I mean, look at that, that elbow drop, the way he kind of twists with it and, and makes it look really devastating. Something else, man. Um, This is just really good stuff. Uh, Hopper, what else you got? This is great, man. Yeah, it only we, took us an hour to, to, to get to We this. haven't seen anything like this. Oh, The closest nothing. thing is, is fucking Stan doing his kicks. Yeah. Um, And it's key to point out Muda doesn't hit a moonsault yet. He just nope. does the dive over the top. Shit. He saves the moonsault. He's going to do it again soon. Don't worry. He does a flip into the ring. He hits a couple of kicks. But, I mean, all in all, he kept it simple while doing new stuff, too. But it was a treat. I mean, and so Muda's here. And, dude, yes. Muda's so good, he's going to get, he's going to get, he's a heel, but they'll be cheering him by the end. It said Doc um, left. Did it really? It sure did. Where the hell did he go? All right, let me text him. Uh, in the meantime, um, we get a quick promo from uh, Gary Hart about Muda. Here it is. Uh, your friend, Mr. Matt, said this is a great athlete. You know, many years I tried to get this young man into this country. You know, I'm very well connected in the wrestling business, but I did not have the power to do it. But Mr. Matsuta and the Japanese organization, they opened the doors. It's a new air in wrestling on TBS, and you better get ready for it because he's as bad as they come. Indeed he is, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be keeping a close look on this. I'm trying to get Doc back onto the call. Um, I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know how he got bumped off. Um, It's saying he's unavailable. So, Harper, we'll keep going. Do you have anything from that real quick promo from... 
Muda? I mean, from Gary? No. But like, all I know is I want to see more. Um. Uh, so then we go to Butch Reed. He and Rip Morgan are tagging here. They defeat what Bob the Emery fuck? and Tony Super. <laughs> oh, please tell me more while I'm trying to figure out what's going on with that. It's Doc. just these random-ass tag teams. Out of nowhere, right? Out of fucking nowhere. I don't get it either. Ugh, God. This is, this is some shit show shit. <laughs> Say that again. That was awesome. Some shit show shit. Uh, this this episode has really frustrated us tonight. Bro, just make about, about two or three f- fucking tag teams. Well, you notice the midnight are not on this one. Yeah, right. Bro Warriors no not here. God, I mean, just think how fucked up shit is right now. There's no horsemen. The rock and roll aren't on around. You basically only have two. Well, we have three legit tag teams. Well, I got the Simone. No, I mean, I got the Simone SWAT team. We got the Varsity Excuse Club. Um, Midnight is still here. Um, the Warriors. The Road Warriors. Warriors. I mean, they got talent. It's not like they don't have talent for tag teams. Um, They just lost the. The original Midnight, Paul, you know, Randy Rose yeah. and Condry. So, yeah, I mean, well, and I mean, technically Steiner and Gilbert now have been tagging for a little while. So I guess. You yeah, can... they'll be broken up and by next week. Then it'll be him and fucking Michael P.S. Hayes or something. Oh, yeah. junkyard dog. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, you know, speaking of uh, Hayes and. What not? Let's let's now go to the the last match on the card. Uh, what the hell? Hold on, y'all. Doc is now texting me. I'm here. Try calling us. It's saying you're offline. I ain't editing this shit out either. That's nice. Let me see if he tries to call. Um, That's nice. Oh, there he is, and now he's back. I don't. I couldn't tell you what happened. Doc, you there? Doc, hey, if you're hey buddy. There, there you are. I don't don't ask me what happened. Don't don't ever try to do that again. Mm. Muda um, though, Mandy, I, I when I got cut off, I was trying to say Muda reminds me of like great kabuki uh mixed with Chris Candido. No, we heard that. Okay. Well then you, you got the uh you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Muda's awesome though, right? <laughs> Ah, Jesus. I was just looking down at my phone at something. I'll have to send it to both of you uh, later on. What the hell? Muda is is something else, yes. What is wrong with you, Harper? What? Why would you stick your fingers up a girl to clean them off? Somebody posted that in the Facebook group today. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? I can't believe it. That's gross, huh? It's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it, It really is. I mean, I mean, come on, grow up. Girls, yeah. Uh, to be classy. Doc, urinary tract infections and shit. Yeah. Doc, Butch Reed and Rip Morgan defeat Bob Emery and Tony Super. Any thoughts? <sighs> Why are Butch and Rip together? Exactly. Dude, that's, that's what, what it, I was saying. That's what. As <laughs> exactly. Another miscellaneous tag team. That's exactly what Hopper was saying. He's like, "What the hell are we doing here?" 
Um, oh, there's another tag team technically too. I guess Hopper. We were talking about actual formal tag teams. You know, you got Barry and Kendall here too. Technically, for the time being. We're just saying how like when you when you got when you dropped off. Like, you know, we got the Samoan SWAT team, the Midnight Express, the Royal Warriors, the Varsity Club. So there's four tag teams, Gilbert and Steiner. But other than that, like, it feels like on this episode sometimes they're kind of just throwing guys together. Um, just like a monkey flinging poo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we go to this next match, and it's it's at one of the – I didn't look it up. It's at one of the arenas, and it's Barry and Kendall Wyndham versus Lex Luger and Michael Hayes. From the Omni in Atlanta, saying I didn't look it up. It's in my notes. What am I saying? Nothing much happens in this match until out of nowhere, without a tease or anything, Hayes hits Luger from behind in the legs, while Wyndham, one of the Wyndhams, cross bodies Luger. They pin Luger. So Luger's, you know, U.S. champ right here, but he takes a pin in a tag match. And then the Wyndhams and Hayes continue beating down Luger afterwards. And this is interesting because. Only two weeks ago, Michael Hayes said he wasn't taking no S-I-C J word money, and that's exactly what he does two weeks later. Uh Doc, yeah. any thoughts? It the arenas don't have the same fevered pitch that they did in eighty six, do they? No. Well, this is the Omni, so it's not as intimate of a building is some of the like the township auditorium would have and some of those definitive crockett towns would have that i want to go back and redo now that we're on and now that we're here um but i i get why you're saying that yes yeah um so i'm okay with luger turning i mean hayes turning on luger i just why? Well, does he is explain? Your, is that your way of of wanting to hear his promo after he? Yeah, talked? I do. I think so. All right, so let's go to it now and hear why Lex turned, and here it is. Sorry, why he's turned. Here it is. You didn't take the money from those Japanese people. No, I'll you tell, tell you. Me. I'll tell you. I ain't got to tell you nothing for too much. Too much. Mr. Michael Nice Guy, right? Ain't got time to interview me. Ain't got time to play my music. I told you, strike three, and you're out, Jack. But let me tell you something. When you want a punk, go get him, because he's a boy. When you want a man, you come to me, cause I'm the real McCoy. I told you before, Helen don't want me, and hell's afraid I'll take over. <laughs> so you taking the money. What did he have to do with it? What did he have to do with your money? It's my American prerogative to make any choice that I want. And now, <laughs> you know it feels so good to be so bad, Jim Ross. Understand, you come to Atlanta, brother. You better watch the bad streets, and especially the ones I run. And I ain't just talking about Atlanta, I'm talking about the world. Because nobody, Jim Ross, 
Nobody has ever, man, ever got in my way, dictated what I'll do. Now, now you'll find out. Luger's getting back up to his feet. Hayes is leaving. This is appalling. Fans are running out of time. We'll talk more about this next week. So heaven doesn't want him, and hell is afraid he'll take over. The uh, yeah, goddamn right. The T-shirt and truck stops across America, even in 2020. Uh huh. Yeah, so real told, by morning. I'm a so real. He, he told you why he took the money he said something about a month of them not playing his music that's bullcrap he only said that once last week um and he's had promo time as we all well know because we listened to his racist bull yeah so i don't know um he turned though and now he's uh you know <laughs> matsuda bought him in the words of jyd now you see how it feel when somebody try to buy you <laughs> now you see how it feel when somebody try to buy you. Well, he did the voice for the fucking cartoon. Is he gonna get a? Is he gonna get a Toyota out of it? The voice for the cartoon. What are you talking about, Harper? The fucking Hulk Hogan uh, cartoon. When took your dog. Yeah. I don't even remember his voice from that. That was it. That sounded like it. What I just did. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Now you see how I feel when somebody try to buy you. Um, wow. So Javorski's been cranking off to that since I've been playing it. I just want to put that out there. Uh, thanks, uh, Chris Sapita, uh, pointing that out. The Javorski crank off moment of the week. That actually right there was the Javorski crank off moment of the week. We, I think he cranks it to, to Michael Hayes. By the way, Hopper, your buddy Javorski was on vacation last week. I bet you he sat in his garage and cranked five, six times a day. Oh wow. Yeah. You made a man. comment about you made a comment about the beers in his fridge. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. He had a he had five a, times a day. What would happen Easily. if you tried to beat off in your garage, Mike? I'd probably die open. from the heat. With the garage door open, it wouldn't matter. I would die from the heat. Yeah, it's yeah. Forty yeah, degrees, that. dude. It's yeah. one fifteen in there at the peak of the day. <laughs> God, don't you hate that when you walk from the house to the garage? It's like foam. Dude, it's it's like you're walking into an oven. Yeah, it is brutal. Um, but anyway, Javorski been cranking off all week because he was on vacation. Uh, Harper, did you got any thoughts on Michael Hayes right there? As heaven doesn't want him and hell's afraid he'll take over. He just, uh, I think he wants to go to truck stop and just like go and reach bumper stickers. Play okay, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts here? Why were they shooting him from the ground up? Maybe Marco Stunt was on the camera. I don't know. That's nice. Come on. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Okay. Now you seen... see how it feels when somebody try to buy you. I've never seen Marco Stunt, so I don't. I've heard stories, but I've never seen the guy, the little fellow. Is he like a real midget? Because <laughs> <laughs> he is fucking small. God, Hopper. <laughs> <sighs> What? I think they I think they call it a little person or a um How is that better? Yeah. <laughs> because he's hey, already man. a little person. <laughs> so you just use the vulgar term for him then, right? Yeah. What whatever. Whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, um 
I, okay, so I did like the line, he's a boy when you want a man, you know, come get me. That was good. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. People think I didn't think that Hayes was good there. He was good. Kind of sounded like you were shitting on it. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just curious, like what y'all thought about how quick he turned, like after everything that happened, in how he insulted Matsuda the way he did, to just go from that to this in two weeks is amazing. Matsuda is has no scruples because he got called some dirty names and still wanted him. Oh, did he? Oof. Man. Anyway. And um, as you heard from Jim Ross, though, that's how they go off air. And um, that wrapped up that week's episode. So is Michael Hayes a horseman now? I wouldn't yeah, call really. him that. Yeah, so is he still... So Barry and, and Rick are still associated with each other right now? Yes. It's Barry about Kendall. Uh, I guess technically Kendall is because he's been out there with him a few times. Uh, what about Butch Reed? Yeah, that's true. What happened to uh, Butch and, and now no. what about Rip Morgan? Butch yeah. is still associated with Hiro Matsuda too, yes. Don't ask me to make sense of it all, but yes, to, to your point. This is getting confusing. Well, we're not far from doom, just so y'all know. Thank God. <laughs> I have something, man. Some The Soul Patrol. All right, well, we need to give out some ratings. We need to do some Rolexes before we do so. I want to remind everyone, please use our Amazon referral link. It doesn't cost anything extra, but use tinyurl.com slash bttamazon whenever you shop on Amazon. The show gets a little bit of kickback in return. It's not much, but it definitely helps out. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriend, whatever you have in your life, boyfriend, whoever you're snuggling with. Whether That's you're nice. um, circle, circle, dot, dotting with, whether it's male oh. or female, whatever floats your boat, make sure you use that or the sheik will come and humble you. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Uh, also, consider becoming a patron at tinyurl.com slash BTT. Another great, great way to support this show without spending anything extra. Well, while you're spending something extra, you get extra content. tinyurl.com slash BTT. Thank you for everybody who signed up recently, and thank you for everybody out there maintaining your Patreon uh, memberships. Doc, I got a feeling you're going to give this thing a bad rating. What are you giving it? First of all, I was just wondering if the people out there dislike your chic impersonation as it's much as hard. It's not bad. You, you, mu- you just fucking overdoing it. Oh, okay. You black asshole. <laughs> oh, no. That seems uncalled for. Mm, yeah, he is. Wow. He's, he's, he's just he's being an asshole. He's just playing heel. That's my I hope job. you get the Rona okay. next time you stick your tongue up your girl's ass. Whoa. Dude, come on. Come on, man. Can we be just a tad bit classier than that? Well, he Black started with me. Black guys don't do what? That. Circle, circle, dot, dot? Nah. I've known a lot in my day to have. Like Robert Silva? Robert Silva does it. He no shame. He's, He's probably doing the, it right now. Dude, <laughs> I told you one time, he was like, bro, I was looking forward to y'all live stream that Friday night, but my girl got a hotel room that night, and I was doing some circle, circle, dot, dot action. Gross. That's well. You know, Can you know imagine what kind of sea creature he's nailing? What? what? 
Silva's lady is very attractive. Really? Yeah. Yes. Next you're going to tell me Slee Stacks were. Silva, he's playing heel. You know how he is. She's a beautiful girl. You know, you can't get... Just because Hoppert nails some gar animals, you can't put that on all Come of our Come on. Covers. Come on. That you see, Hopper didn't deny it, did you? No. animals. Harper. Isn't that like some like little thing that kids eat? Cafe, brother. <laughs> it sounds better when people don't know what it is. <laughs> Harper sent us a picture of the squirter, and I mean, he didn't include a face, but there were some big old titties hanging out. You see? It's nice, Doc. You might not want to say that on an open her? channel. You might not want to say that on an open channel. Why not? He said it, and my wife was like, what's on your phone? <laughs> I remember what he said. He sent that to Doc. He was like, I got to figure out how to get this off my phone for my kids grab it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dirty, uh, dirty bastards. She was from fucking North Carolina. I thought she, oh, really? She been yeah. back like? Huh? I don't know. Oh, well, according to Dr. Blassie, that was piss, okay? Just so you know. It's like underdeveloped urine, right? <laughs> third, is it like third world urine? Like it's, like, it, you know, like it's not me, fully like, uh, processed or whatever. Let the chick tell you. Let chick, let chick, <laughs> let chick give his thoughts on squirter. Squirter hopper, let me tell you. I back in day, I have multiple squirter every night in WWF territory. That is piss hopper. It smell like a urine. Okay, I like chic. Now I don't let stop me from banging a bunghole, but I know it piss. Okay. All right, um, Hopper, you are nasty. Let me just tell you that. Ugh. I'm not nasty. They are. Bro, you Jeez. are nasty, mother. Man, we needed this. We needed this break in the action, closing down the bars, just so Harper wouldn't, you know, his fucking dick wouldn't yeah. fall off. I gotta catch my breath. That's it's, right. It's like a rest hold. You talking about he needed a break? You said he needed a break in the action. He didn't take a break in the action. He kept going. Slow it down. Even Grab in quarantine. Even in quarantine, he circle, circle, dot, dot, and run abroads. I can't help it. It's a new one. <laughs> Come on. You know, you know, I've seen article. I've read a, a couple of articles that like encourage single people during this time to get them an F, buddy. That's nice. <laughs> Somebody that you could, uh, you know, squirt on if you yeah. will. Can I tell y'all something about filth? I get probably once a day in the. Uh, on the Book and the Territory official Facebook page, once a day I get a message from someone saying they left the BTT Facebook group because I need to do a better job of monitoring the filth. I'm sorry, guys. I don't have 24 hours a day to monitor Say, the filth. Fuck off. <laughs> wow. Hey, once I mean, fuck, day, but I don't... As long as it doesn't get political or, or too, you know, fucking, uh, we call it uh, derogatory, to, uh, you know, race or fucking religion or something. Fuck it, man. Let it roll. Let it roll. 
Right, Mike? Right, right down her chin. Well, I mean, that's uh, Jesus Christ, Doc. I mean, that's the rule there. No politics, no religion, and um, for the most part, don't insult other listeners. Because, uh, yeah. you know, some people get worked into a shoot. And uh, other than that, if you can if you can handle that, um, you know, yeah, pretty much anything goes. Leave alone, man. Yeah, leave it to He can't help it. He's a fucking Pirates fan. Jesus, man. He's a Browns fan, Hopper. Do you know, I mean, oh, man. Uh, a Browns fan and and. Fucking Steeler country, yeah. God, the fuck. His life's hard enough. That's like a Redskins fan by y'all. Oh fuck, we're gonna get flagged. (laughs) You gotta fucking delete that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Doc, we still gotta rate this thing. What are we doing here? I'm gonna tell you that I liked it more than you think I liked it. Oh God. Wow. Shocked. I'm going to say B minus. Oh, God. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go C plus. I'm just going to give it a C. And I don't think anybody can argue that, Harper. I mean, the fucking tag team division is just a fucking shit. It's like they take all the guys' names and just put them on a, a, a fucking dartboard and just throw fucking darts at them. They're like, okay, this week it's these two and these two together. If you think what's going on with the tag division now is bad. I know. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like the fish has grown legs and it's <laughs> crawled out from the ocean. This is the beginning. This oh, is the beginning boy. of the fucking dinosaur. Like, this is it. Well. This is um, it. I went C plus. Harper went C. You went B minus, Doc. I'm kind of shocked. I thought you'd go lower. Let's do Rolexes. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Ric Flair on the Rolex. And um, Doc, who are you giving yours to? The Great Moda. All right, that's a good yeah. pick, actually. I get Moda. God, I miss Arn Anderson so fucking bad. We really need him back. I well, miss Arn Anderson. He's gonna be back this year. Well, he fucking speed it up. <laughs> oh, All right. God. Well. Before we get out of here, a couple of quick things. Uh, check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Marotta and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. And then check out also the Bottom Line Cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do our ECW show on our Patreon feed at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Uh, check out their show, the Bottom Line Cast, where they cover the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, I think that's all I got. Got in all the plugs, got in everything else. Um, thank you, everybody, who continues to listen to us. Doc, you got anything before we get out of here? I'll be back in two weeks. That's right. You're not here next week. It's me, Harper, and Silva. I'm sorry, Harper. That's <laughs> nice. And Harper, no Lance. I love you guys so fucking diversified all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Lance is on often enough on the world class. Yeah, Lance, I was like, yeah, uh, you know, no, no Mustang football apparently. You know, uh, you know, I know what I I know what I'm going to do on Saturday nights now in the fall. I don't know. I, I, maybe I watch the Longhorns. <laughs> Doc, any comments? Uh, UAB is going to uh, not get their whipping this year. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were on the uh, world class show a couple weeks ago. He was, uh, we were talking about Silva and Lance was like, 
Now you know, uh, yeah, yeah, Silva, that guy's pretty good, man. You gotta keep around. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good, man. I, uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, uh, the live stream. I listened to you uh, with you and Silva and Sparks. Uh, that's what it was, Hopper. He was listening to the one where it was the four of us on. Lance, like, yeah, that was, that was some good stuff. Uh, really appreciate it. Y'all, y'all, were, y'all were really great together. Uh, Silva, Silva's a good guy, man. He's uh, very entertaining. Lance has got to be depressed because he got passed on the depth chart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he does a great job on the world class show, Doc. Stop being an asshole. What year um, are y'all on over there? Uh, middle of '85. We just did August. Um, first two shows in August '85. Okay. It's um, Kevin and Carrie are involved with the angle with Gino and Chris. It's pretty. Um, it's good stuff. But um, I haven't went dead yet, huh? What? Devon David's Harris. been dead. David's been dead for two years, pal. Jesus! It happened that early. Oh yeah, David. David's been gone for a while now. Oh, shit, shit moves fast. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Mike Von Erich's about to have his shoulder issue, though, so there's that. And obviously, he's not going to die right away, but... Yeah. yeah. He hangs on for a while. Yeah. Kind of like his All shoulder. Right. <laughs> Stop. You are an asshole. That's so wrong. Okay. Doc, anything else? Uh, no, I'm ready. Hopper, get the tagline. Get the tagline. Okay, bitch. Okay.